You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode to be single or not to be. So today's topic is things people forget to discuss before the commitment. So many times we sign up for a partnership with someone and we have not read the fine print and this shit has got to stop now. We have to do better with looking at all of the pieces of the puzzle before we decide to put it together and connect it to us. Like me and one of my good friends said, we are so tired of meeting guys and I'm sure the men may have the same sentiment, but tired of meeting people that we got to put the puzzle pieces together when we are already together. But I think part of that is our fault because we run up on these people that are not put together, think we can put them together when we have not gone through all the logistics of what that person entails. So we got to start making better decisions now and we have to start a conversation about it now so that hopefully we all can do better in 2020 and going forward. So for that reason, I wanted to bring in some individuals who you guys have heard their voices before. Um, some people who are, I would say they've been all been on the podcast before, but it's been a while since we had them on. So first, we're going to bring our um, our in-house wife. Say hello, Miss Tori. Hey, how are y'all? Um, like they write like <laughs> a commercial break. Hey, how y'all doing? Up next, we have Reese. Hey, beautiful people of the what group is it? Of friends the, in power. Yes, friends in power. Make sure you look those look them up. We'll definitely give that info at the end. And last but not least, we have we got Kyla. Hello, kings and queens. <laughs> <laughs> Saints and <laughs> Look, we in here. All right, so we're going to get right to it on this episode. So tell me, why do you all think this? So why are we, I'm going to talk about men and women, but we're women, so we likely going to speak from our perspective. Why are we so quick to jump into commitments before we have looked at all of the puzzle pieces like I just talked about and decide if we want to put them together to make them come as one with us? Like, why do we see that... You know, we got to, he, he's nice. He smells good. Um, we, we paid for my dinner. Uh, I think he the one. Like we just be excited. Excited. Especially if it's something just a teensy bit different from what you used from to. From the last guy. Yeah. And you had this a teensy like, bit. Oh, well, he actually pumped my gas. Yeah. So. Like, he paid for it. He just pumped it and we excited. I'm excited. We just excited. We want to jump the gun. It don't even take all that. <laughs> Look, something new. Something yeah. new. Something for me to uncover, for mm-hmm. me to discover, for yeah. me to just figure out what it is that makes you who you are. Makes like, you a little bit different. Yeah, just let me figure you out. But I'm going to ask some questions. We should, but I think that's where we fall short is we don't ask enough questions or we don't ask them <laughs> soon enough or we don't ask the right, right questions. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you said, Tori, about it's a, it's a teensy bit of something new. So why are we okay with just a teensy bit of something new? I don't know if we really are. It's just that we, we, we obviously because it's something it's just, new. We, it's like we adrenaline. also we don't want to ask too many questions. Yeah, why? Because we don't want to scare them away. It. It's like the adrenaline, so we just want. Even though the shit is already good. ruined, keep it. It's ruined, good. but we be like, oh, you know, that's kind of like the ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, and that's not okay. Do y'all think that's okay that we do that? Oh no, for sure, no. It feels sometimes. good though sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> That's why like, I like the moment it. it feels great. And then when shit the fan, you be like, Ugh, I saw that coming. I knew that nigga was shit. I should have prevented this. That but it's what you said. Ignorance is bliss. Sometimes we ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> 
Sometimes he's just fun. Yeah. But I think all those are relative. But when we get into a situation where, say, we've we've gotten past the teensy bit of something, they've shown us enough to kind of entice us for a certain amount of time, and we are, say, moving towards what looks like a relationship, but we still aren't doing the digging in. Why Why do we continue to move forward without that? I know. I think part of it, I think Reese touched on it, we're a little bit feel fearful. Like we don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to ask him too many questions. He gonna think he gonna leave. He gonna scare him away. Um, but why are we? We should. I think we should be okay. If I say now, if they are meant to be there, no conversation um, should be enough to scare a person away. Okay. So why are we? Why do we do that? Why do we get deeper? Because the beginning is okay. Because we just we got the emoji hearts in our eyes. Mm-hmm. Why do we get that deeper and still? Face. Yeah. And we're still less than, you know, why do we, you know, get a little bit deeper and we still do the same thing? Hmm. Preach, I have it, baby. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just put it out there. I'm stupid. I'm just going to do it. See what happens. Not I'm stupid. I'm very yeah, dumb. We kind of put on, we kind of put on, like, if it's a real problem, it'll reveal itself. Yep. We stand on that principle versus. How long is that? And when does that shit ever work? Never. I mean, sometimes that take twenty years. Then, if the police come showing up at the nigga, it's your daughter <laughs> right. pick up the nigga. Or twenty years later, you find out he married with yeah. five kids up north. <laughs> like the humans are in why story. Found a nigga been on the run from the law for forty oh, years. Oh my god, a body that was wild, buried in the backyard. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even trust a, a cement slab in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I got questions about that. How old is that slab? But I'll be <laughs> when you put that down, nobody don't do cement slabs no more. Yeah, What's you that? Said, about? Your yeah. relationship. <laughs> when y'all break, so up, y'all break up, where is she at now? Yeah. Is she on Facebook? Like, is she, is she, is she on social media? Okay, because I just find out. Yeah, lady, mama, <laughs> brother, uncle. So sorry, this man. These are the questions that we do not ask. <laughs> we, we just walk over that semen slab every day. Like this, card, yeah. take my picture back. <laughs> this is nice. Look. That is the problem, but I think part of it is I'll say we really stupid, but we kind of do make dumb decisions. Yeah, like yeah, we just show up, and then and we, we know better. We just don't and don't do better. We know better, and we don't do better. So, and I think that's why we do make the same mm-hmm. mistakes repeatedly. We know better, we don't do better. But I think at some point, and I think I've mentioned this before, it comes with age, time, and maturity. And some people actually don't ever mature. That's men and women. Mm-hmm. I think you have to come to your own realization when you say enough is enough. It's kind of like if a person's an addict of something, they have to get tired of it and hit rock bottom. And I think it's the same with relationships. You have to hit your own rock bottom before you decide I'm. A, I am gonna actually do something differently and stop being dumb for love to mm-hmm. so so to speak because i think that is a part of it so do y'all think that you know love really conquers all we always hear people say that why um you married love does conquer all in marriage love conquers all but jesus is more powerful okay than so some okay. days you right. like <laughs> if you don't get out my face yeah Go to work, come home, eat dinner, go to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to talk. We ain't got to talk about nothing. Yeah, yeah. And other days you are like madly in love. Of course, you're in love every day. But right, right. Days, Not every know, second of every day. Yeah, sometimes love, you know, the thing that gets you through is the commitment and you knowing that you're with the person that got put you on this earth. Right, and I think that holds you true. Yeah. So I think by, ultimately, you know, it's one of those things. It's very cliche. Love mm-hmm. conquers all. I don't think it does because love drives us to do a lot of things. And I've heard someone once say, um, anything you're doing in life, you're either doing it out of love, you're doing it out of 
fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a lot of sense Very because if you love a person, it does drive you. And if you are fearful of leaving a person leaving you, that will still drive you to do things. Mm-hmm. So I think that we have to be aware of that. And when we're making different decisions, if we are or are not having these necessary conversations, find out why. Because most times it ain't because you love a motherfucker that you ain't asking. Yeah. It's because it's some fear behind it. That you scared of something. I know in my experience is what it's been. So, you know, why would you all say there are certain topics that we just don't discuss before the commitment? Because we know that when you go on the first date, you ask the questions of, you know, why are you single? Or say in the first couple of dates, you ask, you know, why are you single? Do you want kids? Questions I ask now, are you in therapy? You know, you, you ask certain preliminary questions, but there are deeper questions we're going to dive into about What's your credit score? Do you go to church? Things like that that we just don't tap into mm-hmm. that we think are magically going to show up. Like, But they not. Like, you're not going to magically find out that brother credit score. You've been dealing with him for three months. You ain't never seen him go to church. And you mm-hmm. think that he is about to start. Right. So why do we dance around that stuff other than fear? Why, what would you say drives us to not address it? I know. What? I think I'm avoiding some conflict. You don't? You, but you say you, you confront it? I, I stay up front to whoever I'm starting a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I have a clinical issue that if a question comes to mind, it's coming out my mouth. Okay. It's up to you to answer. Yeah. If you feel like saying, I'm not ready to jump into that right now, I'm going to respect it. But if it comes to mind, it's coming out of my mouth. Like word vomit. Like, I like that preface though. I have I have no problem asking any question. That's like, good. How do guys normally respond to that? Do they normally answer? Or have they you... normally answer. Okay. They normally answer until I get into them situations like, what did your last girlfriend complain about? Yeah. Like, those are the type of questions they'd be like, mm, I don't really know. Oh, okay, it'll come out. Don't worry yeah, about it. It definitely Just will. Just know that I'm, I'm pocketing this. Yeah. yeah. It'll come back later. And I but think that's no, that's I'll fair. Throw it out there. I think it's fair to approach it that way too, because if I'm asking you something that depending on what stage of the relationship is, you may or may not be comfortable answering. Mm-hmm. I think it's like I always say, put a pin in it. If this continues, mm-hmm. this relationship goes on, I'm gonna revisit that question. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so would you say you tend to, Reese, do you address it early on, like certain questions, or do you kind of just let the chips fall where they may? I would say up until the last year. I wouldn't address them only because I wasn't 100% ready for an actual commitment. And I felt like me unmasking who you are by asking these questions now means that you're going to unmask me me. to respond. Right. And vulnerability Mm -hmm. plays a part in that. But it's just like, what if he's not the one? Mm. And now you know all of these things. Do you feel like it's a waste of time? Not really. But but what if he's not the one and you found that out? Like, what harm is that? He may not be the one, but for me, I just... Up until a year ago. Okay. I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, whatever comes from it comes. Yeah. But I don't want to push too much yeah. too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair because I would say the space that I'm in right now and having fun, but also still seriously looking to date somebody. There are certain questions I ask and there are certain questions I feel like I'm waiting to ask mm-hmm. to see if I need to ask. But I'm kind of like you, Kyle, with some things I will just, if they come to mind, I see a commercial that reminded me of something. You, you said something. Yeah. yeah. You say right. something or you, or you do. Or I hear you say some shit on the phone. Like, hold on. You, right. What was that about? <laughs> now you know? I will say now that's me. Yeah. I'm asking anything. Yeah. Like, What's your mama name? Where yeah. she live? Yeah. On Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Was that true? Oh, they died. I'm looking obituary. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure she died. Uh, yeah. I need to know. Yeah, all this information. But then I absolutely feel comfortable asking financial questions. Absolutely. Yes. How Super you important. your finances 
is ultimately going to affect how and when we date. Yeah, and but that then, shows like the way you move in general as in the right, world, right? Like, how you're capable of yeah, moving in the world, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and I then think. if I'm looking for something long term with you, I mean, I know how to handle my finances. Yeah. yeah. You're not finna mess my credit. You're not finna mess no. my credit. That's what we not gonna. Or do. if you, you are because yeah, and if you not handling yours, and that's the whole. And I'm not here. I'm not a credit repair company. Mm-hmm. That, I'm not so, here for that. No, yeah, like right. I always say. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not an emotional rehabilitation center for men, nor am I a credit repair company. So it's quite a few things that yeah, we may think sometimes are not necessary, but you got to touch on them. That's true. And some things you can actually pick up if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another episode, you know, with red flags, things where it's like, it's a hard stop. Like, no, sis, no benefit of the doubt can be given right there. We cannot do it. So I think it's really important we pay attention to those things. But there are a lot of subjects that we forget to ask before we jump out the window. Like, almost, you ever dealt with somebody you forgot to ask their last name? It's like a month in. Oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, that was me in college. It was one particular guy. My mom had hooked us up and somehow I actually ended up liking him for a little bit. And to this day, my friend asked about him the other day, and she was like, what was his last name? I'm like, girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why got this irrelevant now? It's totally irrelevant at this but point. But the principle. But it's you... the fact that I was like, did I ever know it? Like, we was we call ourselves going on dates, and I never even realized what his last name was. This man could have robbed you. You would have even, like, that just goes to, like, the stupid stuff I used to do. Very I dumb. ain't never had that problem. I done already been on your Facebook, <laughs> your Instagram, your Snapchat. I done looked you up in, in circuit clerk. I know your last. I will do that. I will do I know that. your last parking ticket, but no. You might not know I know your last name. Yeah, but you, all, I know your last name. I have to do better with the research. I, I looked them yeah, up. I, 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 I looked look them up because you got to know what you're dealing with yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Crazy. And people lie. Yeah, they will tell and they you. Good and crazy. And then yeah. with them being crazy, they carry a spirit, and you know how they be. Somebody else come through. Mm-hmm. Look, could you say you keep the whole the oil, the oil in my oil in the motions bottle? You think it's something for my hair? I'ma spray you. Oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally sprayed you. Close your ass. <laughs> Baby, you catch this You got it in a disguise. So I'm going to say we're going to go through a list of just some topics that stand out that I think our listeners should be aware of. And if you have, if you are, I would say even just starting out dating somebody or especially if you're seriously dating or in a relationship and you have not addressed these topics, I urge you to have your partner listen to this episode and then you all can have a hopefully friendly conversation about these things going forward. So I'm going to give you all a topic and then we're going to just kind of have a conversation around it. I'll give some examples. So the first one I think is one that can be taboo, um, religion. So say my partner doesn't like my church or doesn't like to go to church and he just, he don't believe in going, but I do. I go to church. I like to go to Bible study. I like those things. This person may have a relationship with God, but they just not on the same wavelength. What do you do? Not going to work. It's never gonna work. So expand. So let's talk on this side. So those that say it's not gonna work. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's not gonna work, but at some point, because your spiritual relationship will be a little bit different from his. Okay. And so because I go to church. Because you are like in a mood of studying. So I approach my because I'm not necessarily like. I hate to join the band with you. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. I believe in God. I'm Christian. All that good stuff. Yeah. But I do believe in relationship first. Right. But I do believe you treat your Christianity, your relationship with God like a like a course, a college course. Right. How are you getting more knowledge and you not even checking into class? Yeah. You're not okay. going to Bible study. So where you may elevate, he may be stagnant. Okay. 
And so that would essentially be a problem in the long run, I believe. So at some point, y'all going to have to have a talk like, okay, so why aren't we going to church? Why aren't we doing this together? Like we should okay. be. And then if it is going to be long term, you want your kids to see you as a family mm-hmm. together. You want the children or the relationships that you guys influence as a couple to see you all worship, mm-hmm. you know, and spiritually grow together. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can go with it. Would you say? What would you say to that? I agree, especially with the long run, because mm-hmm. we know that a problem in one area of your relationship will trickle into oh, the other sure. areas of your mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, I had dated this guy. I'm not gonna say dated. That's a reach. We went Dealt on a couple with. of dates. Um, he was a Seventh Day Adventist. Okay. Now they have a lot of Christian basic. Basically, they are Christians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, they're really strict in how they eat, how they worship, how they do everything. everything. And initially, I'm like, you know, let me try to get to know more about your religion before mm-hmm. I just say, oh, no, we're not on the same right, page. Right. But it's like he was trying to be forceful in imposing his religious beliefs mm, on me. Okay. And because I'm kind of like a bullhead and I'm like, well, what I believe is what I believe. What you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just right, knew from that right. it would never work. But just, you know, being mindful of the long run. Like, right. even though we're dating for right now, we're right. trying to get to know you for right so, now to right. see if we can even get right. to next week. Right. We still have to take into consideration mm. the things that would be explosive in the future. Right, right. right. Or could be explosive. Mm-hmm. So how did you end that? Was it mainly because of the religion? Or? It wasn't because of that. Like, he got other. mad because I asked him, like, how his mom was doing. Back to these dumb he did, questions. He didn't spend Mother's Day with his mom. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, you know, so did you get her anything? You know, how is she? And he got really defensive. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, because I asked you about your mom and Mother's Day? Okay, so yeah. that that was a red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a red flag. So that, that, that underlying issue. Yeah, yeah, something that I, I'm not. <laughs> that ain't that, yeah, yeah. issue that yeah. Issue. I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't try we, to unpack we that. We were record. at dinner when I asked, and then it's like we were 15 minutes in. So we ain't gonna have the, the, the first shifted. 45 minutes. <laughs> the move we shifted. We said nothing. And I'm like, bring me another whiskey, please. <laughs> <laughs> I the moon shifted. It shifted. I would make all my friends like, right, yeah. girl, call me. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah, call. I'm just glad you didn't unpack that with him. Because yeah, some things you have to issue. let him know it's not my ministry to unpack that. That's what you're doing <laughs> your therapist. And I'm let y'all be. Absolutely. Whatever God you pray to. If you need a quick blessing, real quick, I can help you. And be on my way. So sorry to this man. So, what would you say? My whole thing is so, like, I know I have a good foundation right. as far as my religion. Mm-hmm. But I also went through that period of, do I have faith or am I going off of tradition? Okay. So because I went through that period of, am I going to church because I grew up going to church yeah. or am I going to church because of I'm actually believing what I'm learning? Right. right. So like even now, I, I don't go to church faithfully. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have a strong relationship with God? Absolutely. Yes. Right. Do I do my devotion? Absolutely. Right. Do I listen to different ministries? Do I to read different books mm-hmm. so that I can connect? Absolutely. Right. I also do believe that the fellowship is needed. Yeah. And that's my journey to get back into church. Right. Mm-hmm. So how can I come to him like, oh, that's you don't true. go to church? That's we true. on the same page. Maybe you struggling with the same thing. Okay. Trying yeah. to change your right. way. Right. Why can't I help to motivate you when we do this together? Right. I can't yep. cut you off for that reason. Right. Right. Like, I need to understand. Okay. How was it growing up? Is it because you never really went to church mm-hmm. growing up? You don't right. have that foundation? 
conversation. Let me introduce you to my God. Yeah. Right. Let me show you. Because at the same time, we're also here on this earth. Come to minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a great perspective. You in, Absolutely. So I can't cut you off for that. That's now, true. if you sit up and say, I'm, I'm not, not believing God. I'm not going. Yeah. Oh, now we got a problem. Yeah. Because yeah. I got to pray for you from this. Yeah. Because that's that red flag that. we're going to get yeah, to. Yeah, you got to go on your way. Yeah. I'm an atheist or some shit. Right. But I mean, like, also along the journey, like, we have to also look at other religions. Yeah. It's something else that you believe in. It's that you don't believe in God. But you believe in a higher power? Yep. Okay, let's visit that. Yes, like, yes. We can still have those conversations. It's an in-depth conversation you have to have. And I think everybody's perspective Absolutely. is great and valid. You have to talk about those things. Absolutely. And you have to talk about them earlier on, especially because some people, I'll say, you know, if you are, uh, I would say, a, a Bible thumper, you know, some people call it that mm-hmm. just everything is about the Lord. The if that's, school, yeah, if, right. if, that's, if that's how you move. You need to make sure you with somebody move yeah, like that, you know. Absolutely. So it's all about. I really like the perspective that you know when you said studying the word, understanding it. That the some people feel the fellowship is needed. I think that's a huge part of why I go because traditionally I did grow up in the church, mm-hmm. but as I got older, I did move away from. But now I feel like mm-hmm. I want to be there now because I was taught. But if I'm not right. there, I still feel connected because right. of all the things you just talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately, if you have a partner that doesn't go, we aren't here to say you should shun them, but you got to talk about why they aren't going. Right. Have it's or has something happened in their life where they may be like, I don't believe in God right now, you know, so you can. Try Try to help them get back to that place or figure out what that trauma is so they can heal and then start moving towards it. Exactly. But you just can't say, nah, we, I'm going to church. He don't like church and go on about your way. Mm-hmm. You know, the ghetto. Can't so <laughs> can't, can't do ghetto. that. So great, great point. Next thing, money, money, money. Mm-hmm. This is something that is an absolute necessary conversation to have. Through. You have that throughout the life of any relationship, mm-hmm. but you cannot ignore it. So you say, so what, when it comes to that, what is y'all's philosophy on talking about money? You know, who do y'all think should pay the bills? Who assumes what debt? How does that money conversation move? How do you navigate it in your world? I said, whoever wants to sign up to do life with me, just be ready for those student loans. Right. What's mine is yours. What's right. yours is mine. <laughs> The right. I have yeah. to put that out there first because his parents helped him pay for school mm-hmm. and he had scholarship. I had scholarship, but I was also an out of state student. Right. So, so the loans like, look different. Right. Mm-hmm. Tuition times two. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I have a car note, but I also have seventy five thousand worth of student loans because I decided to continue my education. Let's be clear. Yeah. So you know, when you see this credit number, this credit <laughs> score, and it ain't eight fifty, understand why? Understand. Yeah. I'm working on that. Right. You know, it's a progress. Yeah. It's a moment. But what but else? Give me my time. It will Thank help. you. I'm working on that. <laughs> so do y'all think that, so let's talk about that. So credit score is important. And That's you know, I know credit important. is king. So how do you think like how do you all feel like when you're dating somebody you should just come out the gate? How much do you make? What's your credit like? How how should the conversation go? Maybe In not, your experience, how's it going? Maybe not aggressively ask. Okay. Like, but when y'all get exclusive, it's and it'll come up. So you, you think know? you should wait till you're exclusive? Absolutely. Yeah, because okay. it's kind of like none of your business. Right. It is I'm kind of never, none, none of my business. It's none of my business. You're not I'm, your business. I'm not telling you that we're not together together. Right. And then I don't, of course, I may want to ask, but I also don't want to ask you something that I'm not willing to answer myself. Yeah. Because right. so, I done got in the habit of accidentally doing it. <laughs> ask the people shit they ask me. I'm like, I'm not telling you. They'd be like, what? You had the option to say no. <laughs> no. I ain't telling you to answer that shit. Like, it's like, well, I'm not comfortable with exposing yeah. that information. 
number but five. But I do think, yeah, once you are committed, you have to, that's a conversation. It should be like one of the first conversations mm-hmm. you got to jump Absolutely. on. What that money is like, where the money is going to, do they have a budget? But also, Savings that's one thing, you can pay Not attention as to how, in dealing with somebody, you know, throughout the, the day, what do you see them spend money on? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to their bills, you kind of know as a person, are they, are they always talking about money? Right. Like, I dealt with somebody that he always was talking about working overtime. I need an extra job. I need this. I'm like, nigga, you, you too broke to be dealing with me <laughs> in a sense of like what I would need because I'm not that I'm rich by any means. But I'm just not used to that. That this, mm-hmm. It's like a constant strain when it comes to money and you're always talking about it and it's annoying. Because if money's the head of every conversation, well, what happens when I'm like, well, I want us to go to this dinner, mm-hmm. to this movie, and then my friend's having a party over you here. We go or it's like, I got to work. You can't do yeah, shit. Yeah, no. You a slave to the job. You know. So since we're talking, right? (laughs) What we relationship before that goes on the shirt? Yeah. So when it comes to if we are, you know, I get that once you get more committed, you dive into like the credit and the salary. That's fair. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, you know, how do you approach the money? Do you just kind of observe, look and learn? You know, what do you do? I observe, but then I also ask. I'll ask a question. Like a roundabout way, like what's your financial goals for the next year? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to get there? Like, right. not necessarily asking them what they're doing with their money or yeah. whatever, but like, let me know if you got some plans yeah. or if you just going check to right. check. Like, yeah. let me see what you're growing towards. Or right, right. Towards. What's so, the next goal? I don't necessarily ask salary. Yeah, I don't necessarily ask. You know, do you have a checking account savings account, four hundred one k? Like, I don't ask all that, but. What are your goals? Like, yeah. mentally, do you have anything in place that you're working towards? Absolutely. And I, go and I think that's a fair so way to ask it. It's a great approach. way because it's kind of when we talked about the episode of love languages. It's like, don't approach your partner saying, I need quality time. Yeah. It's like, you can go about it another way. Like, babe, I would like to do this. Like, you kind of yeah. suggested or you asked around the way to kind of move them to it. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that about financial goals and planning, especially when you're like 30 plus. Mm-hmm. I think everybody at that point is starting to kind of tap into, right. do I want to invest? Do I want to save? Do I want to buy a house? Yeah. Do I want to buy a like things you want to do. Mm-hmm. So even if you're having those conversations, like say if they are or are not a homeowner, you know, you know, when do you plan on purchasing your home mm-hmm. or how long do you plan on staying in this house? Mm-hmm. You know, like things of that nature and just again being mindful of watching how they spend their money. Do you mm-hmm. go out and this is the nigga on the couch buying a seven hundred dollar bottle that costs eighty dollars in the liquor mm-hmm. store? Right. It's right. like, no, even though I'm going to drink some of that bottle. I'm right. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. I'm going to hold it. Right. <laughs> it's going to be your last time. So tell me this. We always have this conversation, and we've asked it on other episodes. It, how do you all feel when a person gets married? Um, and don't feel like you need to answer this just because you're married. Tell your business. Do you all feel, because I had this conversation the other day with some guys, and... We were talking about how sometimes society makes us get caught up. And when you get married, the husband, man, needs to pay the mortgage on the house. You got to pay it. But I said, sometimes you get caught up. Say the mortgage $2,000. The rest of them bills might add up to $2,000 too. And so the person was like, you really got to look at the totality of y'all's income. If if total, we have a, say, $150,000 household, we need to look at what works best for us. Because yeah, it may end up that I pay the mortgage, you pay the other smaller things. Or it may end up that... You know, you might pay the mortgage. I pay. It just depends on what you set it up as. But what is y'all's philosophy? Do y'all feel like the man should be the person paying for everything, and your money is your money? And no. you know, so what? How does when you get married? It's our money. But you know, it's a household. Right. But you know, it's women some have that fucked up way of thinking sometimes. <laughs> like your money, my money is my money. Your money right. is my money, and I think that's silly. And it is silly, but it wasn't that silly in 1962 when yeah. the mortgage was like $250. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. but at that time, she the, wasn't, he was a woman. Like, you're, again, you're and wasn't making damn at the same salary right. he made. Right. right. She had home. Right. She had home. Yeah. And it was a clear split. 
Exactly. Right. So we it's hard. That now. If I'm we, going to work and you're going to work, what, 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 what we doing, bro? We got. We got to figure out. Of course, we can't say. And I think I've just, I was in the past year or so, gotten away from the tradition of saying, "Oh, my granddad paid everything." Like we said, 1962. What was the cost of everything? And yeah, and you know, my grandfather had a nine to five. He also was a hustler. You know, so it was a different mindset. Things going on. So you have to look at, and then too, we do more things with. Of course, you have the bills of the house. If you have children, that's another bill. They have sports. Then if you like to travel, you want to save some, you want to invest some. It's so much going on that you just can't say, oh, uh, Bob, you take care of this, this, all these bills over here, and I'm just doing this with my money. Okay, then when five years down the road, y'all fucked up, and Bob hates you. You want to Because he worked all these yeah. hours and they got shit. Look, right. Right. You Bob, you Bob you... lose his job. Ooh, and that you, for, you only got five, $500 in your account. And Bob looking at you like, what we about to do? <laughs> How we going to work this out? And you got all yeah, the work trying to put Bob out. Yeah, yeah. Now what? Bob, you got to go. Yeah. On Facebook making statuses. Everybody in your business. Yeah, we got to do better. So I think the money conversation is absolutely that. You have to observe, pay attention, but ask those questions. I love the way that Kai put it with having the roundabout way, just find out what the goals are, mm-hmm. you know, and if the info, and like, I, I know a person I asked one time about growth and goals, asked me, so say, what's, what's something right now you're doing for growth? And he said, nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear drop, yeah, he a pin drop, crickets. <laughs> okay, I was like, well, what you about to do? I'm about to all go. Right, right. Right. I'm, all right, I'm going to head it. All right, I'm out. Hey, I'm about to head it. It's the same, surprise me, ask what they financial, but <laughs> man, I'm saying, thinking, what's my financial goal? <laughs> Pay for the next 18 trips I got planned. <laughs> but that's still a goal. You that is, that hey. is my goal this year to make, to, to live a life of luxury. No, so, <laughs> you know, you got to like, I'm contributing to my 401k. Yeah. So right. that's my goal. All right. So politics. Oof. Now, this is a tricky one because I would say politics for me is not something that everybody has to have their head knee deep in. You know, this is the first time I was saying a long time ago, maybe I'm just paying attention, that our, the, this country's president, you get a CNN alert on something mm-hmm. he's done right. every 15 minutes. So how do you all feel, say, my partner doesn't care about what's going on in the world? Or or you have somebody that's super educated on what's going on. How important would you all say politics is to you? I think you need to know who the president yeah, who the leader of the free like, world no, is. We're not time. privileged enough, and by we I mean black people, yeah. are not privileged enough not yeah. to be aware of what's going on. Especially if, I don't know, if we're we're trying to grow, that that goes into where we live, right? Um, local politics. I said, yeah, it's even more part of a local level. It just goes, local yeah, yeah. That's so what's directly going to impact you. Yeah, because right. if you go to jail, that's, that judge going to be the one that's going to determine but, if right. you get. I'm not going to strangle you because you don't know who the current speaker is. Right, right. Nah. Right. Nah, not at all. So I think that's fair. I think it, it is more important for you to just have an awareness. Like, you shouldn't be dealing with nobody no more that at least don't know the president's name. At least. Right. And at then, least. who won I married? I'm, is it Bradley? What's it? Who won? I'm, look at me talking. She asked the question. The mayor? Ask the <laughs> mayor. Asking questions you don't know the answer to. Is it Mayor Bradley? What you no, look- Bradley was the, he was the interim mayor. <laughs> I'm a permanent resident of Mississippi. Look, look it up, Cal. Look, I just. Uh, Why y'all, you know it. Jess became a. They're like, stop. <laughs> we just moved to last week, y'all. So, we, um. <laughs> I still got my U.S. I am too. Who was no? Bradison was he was the senator. I voted, but I we did we? We did we? Yeah, Jim yeah. Cooper. But Megan Berry last one like I for real. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I rooted for her. Girl, I right think though. we all rooted for her. Yeah, we did. We did. So, so it's kind of like the food. And then when that happened. <laughs> 
and then Briley came right, yeah. and then we got John Cooper, who just got. And I think him. he was confident that he was gonna. Yeah, but I think it comes from a family of politicians yeah, or something. Does. So you know that kind of like the was it the the uh, Kennedys or something? Right. You know, just hand it off. But I think that with the um, I wouldn't say just for politics. I think it's important to just kind of be aware of worldly things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't watch a whole lot of TV. If anything, my guilty pleasure. I watch a lot of paternity court, y'all. I watch Ooh, a yes. lot of uh, divorce <laughs> court because it's continuous episodes. <laughs> so when I, I I watch those that shows, probably. Yeah, way more than I should. But I do have a lot of alerts set up to get news that's coming in. So I think it's good to be aware. Like right now we know the Hennessy virus, also known as coronavirus, is going that's why on. I bring Hanukkah. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> you gotta be aware of stuff like that to know, you know, that the, the you about to take a flight, is the airport still staying, then you're blown up. You know, I think it's yeah, certain things. Right. Just having you don't wanna be with somebody that's just super ignorant to right. everything. Like we have All a dabble. That's it. Right. Nothing what's on the sports ticker. You know, just <laughs> having awareness. Like it's the person that R. I. P. to Kobe, like if you Talk somebody didn't know Kobe paid. You didn't break up with them. I'm done. Yeah, it's over. What are you doing? Yeah, what have you? Because the world stopped. You know when that happened. Literally, get out of here. So it's important for that. Next thing, this is something that is super important to me. Is travel. I think that. What do y'all think about this? So I'm a person when I get in a relationship, like I travel a lot, and I want to go with my next boo. I want us to have like annual vacations. I want to be the person that does like family vacations. That's mm-hmm. important to me. Um, I think that getting away is important for my self-care. Absolutely. And um, not everybody values that. I think more people should that don't. But what do you do if you have a partner to say, don't have a passport, don't want to get one, never been outside the, the streets of Nashville? Because there's people like that, never yeah, been nowhere, not interested in it. Like, why you want to go? Like, I've met guys like, why you travel so much? Like, frowning upon it. What do you do if you encounter somebody I like see that? You when I get back. Yeah. Okay. Well, but do you I'm know? Do you stop. really? I that didn't tell you. I did. Flag. It was a red it's flag a red for me. Flag. I definitely, I've, I've dated somebody, was in a whole relationship with somebody who de- never could travel with me, and I was always see you when I get back. But that got to be disheartening Hungry, and tiring. Because right. I'm like, damn. And I'm stagnant. And like, you never see each other because I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. And then it leads to something else. If the Negro ain't never wanting to travel with you, do something. He probably at home messing with somebody that's else while you're gone. So you got to be aware of that. That criminal record. You check circuit court. You don't know. I'm going to get y'all the website. Look, we're going to find that at the end. So what do you do if you got a boo that don't want to move around? I can't. That's like one of my non-negotiables. Not that you got to, you know. It won't work for me. Like, I'm okay with you not going on every trip that I take. Because I have multiple friends. But if you're not open to going on at least one trip with me. We need like one or two. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I don't know. It affects like, your quality of life too. If you're yeah, not going somewhere, because different I mean, I vacate for for mental peace. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it's for. Absolutely. Like for my self care to get out of these, I gotta, yeah. these, the walls of Nashville. Mm-hmm. I dealt with somebody for like two years almost, and he Ooh. never went on a vacation or went like I think he went out of the state once, and that blew my mind. I and was to like, me, I, that's minimal to go to another state. I'm like, yeah. At least I, go to Atlanta. But you're not about to Atlanta and Miami. Because <laughs> no. That's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. Even though I love MIA, <laughs> but yeah, you're no. not. Especially not about to Atlanta me to do. You're not going to Atlanta me. If you're not catching flights, you're going to catch these hands. That's how I feel about it right now. <laughs> That's on the next fight. shirt. To be single enough to be collection too. <laughs> you're not catching <laughs> flights, you're going to catch these hands. We are going to have a whole problem. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. So I think also if you are a person that you don't travel, think about why you don't travel. Yeah. I think everybody should. 
should be well versed in getting around in this world. Are you scared? Is it the finances? Do you need to do something differently with your money? Because I guess sometimes you may be in a position where your goal for 2020 may be to save more. So, mm-hmm. But I think everybody can allot for one vacation. Because it comes down to budget. Yeah. This age of life. You should, you should already be doing. You can budget for well, whatever I it is. I don't speak for myself. I suck at planning trips, so that's why I don't. I mean, do I'm a planner. If you send me an invite, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but if I'll I got a but it's a lot of people like that. You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good but you're not saying opposed to going. No, send me an invite. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just have your money when I say your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it's I got. I ain't gonna tell you how I got it. Before. So, look, look, always somebody ready to go. So, this is a good one. Children. Mm. What do you do if you want? This is a simple one. You want kids, your partner don't. Pew. No. It's not gonna work. Cause, uh, it's not gonna work. Yeah, no. We gotta be on the same page with that. Gotta be on the same page with that. Or they have to be at least open. Like, it could be a situation where they haven't thought about it. Yeah. Right. So, if it's a situation where they ain't thought about it mm. or they feel like, well, I'm at this age, mm. you know, it might not happen for mm. me. But That's are different. you open to it? Yeah. If it does happen. Like, if I get pregnant, you're gonna hey, be okay. If right. I piss on this stick and these lines pop up, <laughs> <laughs> what is you gonna do? Yeah. Like, I need to know where you stand. Fire flight. Fire flight. Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> are you about to kill me? <laughs> right. What's it happening? Lifetime day. Oh, the ID channel. Okay. Thank you. Well, I promise. Because I'm, I'm literally, yeah, other flus. I've met men that literally have said they weren't open to kids, but then mm-hmm. as the conversation continued, they said, "Well, ultimately, a lot of times you start out saying one thing in a relationship, but as you grow to care and love that person, mm-hmm. those it's ideals different. change, and you start to see I want a child or something with this right. person. So you have to have a person that that is somewhat flexible and open. If it's like a hard no or they can't because of medical reasons, mm-hmm. then of course that's completely different. Mm-hmm. But tell me." How do you all feel about like how do you come up with the philosophy? Do you do you talk about this early on as far as like the philosophy of raising kids? Because I'm a I think I would be a parent that doesn't believe in spanking the kid because I do think <laughs> that so I don't. I feel like you can talk to kids like that's how I am with you my can, nieces and stuff now. But I think that and I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna grab that butt, you're gonna get a little pop or something. <laughs> right. But I'm not like we how we saw you're our parents growing up kid. beating our kids beat kids got their <laughs> yeah, ass yeah. beat. Bells, pentacles, switches. House, we call it the Batman. Batman. We knew what the Batman came out that closet. Yeah. So it's not going to be no weapons when my kids traumatized when I pull out the belt. I think I was on level of abuse. And see, I didn't get a lot of whoopings, but my sister did. Yeah, I've seen it. It did nothing for her. She kept doing it. She kept sneaking out the house. Because after a while, you're like a whooping last five minutes. What's that? It lasts five minutes. But that memory gonna last a lifetime. And yeah, have you fucked up. It only took me one time to get a whooping. I think I maybe it was like five You were scared straight. Ain't you nothing else So what do you do if you encounter somebody that say, y'all talk about having kids, y'all get it to before or whatever part of the relationship, and your philosophy is different. Like, they do want to spank, you don't. Like, I, I, you know. I think it's about communication. And that comes into, like, compromise, too, because it's all about, like, you want to understand it. Now, if you for whooping kids just because you don't have no patience. <laughs> right. Or because you got your ass whooping, you right. want some payback. Right. Right. <laughs> then you, you probably need some therapy, and we probably should put a halt right now to figure out where we need where we stand. Yeah. But if, if there's some logic behind, like, okay, I believe in spanking kids because this is how discipline works and this is yeah. how it works. And if we're open to seeing each other's perspective, then that's a little different. Yeah. And I think that's it comes down to a conversation because mm-hmm. some people don't understand. Kids are kids, mm-hmm. but kids understand. If you have right. a conversation with they them do. and you explain to them why this Talk is right, why this is wrong, mm-hmm. like they get it. 
So sometimes it may take for you to show your partner, like all right. text is conversation. Yeah, right. kids it's are human too. Process. They are human too, and you I can want talk to them. To talk to me. Yeah, I think a <laughs> lot of us do. You know, you know how they get whoopings. I think somebody. I wish somebody would have, because it comes down to I always tell people, kids are little humans. A lot of times, if they are doing something or acting out, like talk to them and see why they right. did it, because they <laughs> may have a bit in their mind. They may have a very valid reason <laughs> that they tell you. You know, so <laughs> they, they do. don't. They legit like they kids do. will tell you like I did this because this that and third. Yeah, and then when you sit there and listen, you be like, well. It right. do make sense. Yeah, I mean, hey, you didn't know this better. is why we're not going to do it Like it was a meme that came up, which we've all seen these on social media, like where basically the the kid did something and the teacher like say took his piece of candy and he wrote like this dissertation, like yes. basically like, you are very mean and I hope you go to hell. Like that was my piece <laughs> of candy. Show, I worked hard and I was like, I don't blame little Jimmy. Yeah, like, that makes he wouldn't have got in trouble that day. Valid very valid points. I probably tell him next time, don't say hell, but <laughs> you mean, all right with me? Hell is a place. Yes. <laughs> It would have been no punishment on my end when he got home that day. I understand, babe. I'm told teacher, just try to make sure you don't have to get and take my baby can. No, sir. Because you think that was bad. Right. Wait till he snatched your wig. Then what you gonna do? Oh, Peter wrote me, I hate your wig. Your wig stinks. Oh, dog. This old filthy dog head bitch. And I see your lights. Oh, he would have pulled a Snoop Dogg. You'd have been big man. <laughs> so, the, so the next thing is y'all holidays. I come from a big family, and I think that we we like to celebrate holidays together. And I've met some people that they don't care nothing about holidays. They don't want to spend them with family. They don't want to do nothing. Like so, tell us, being married, how do you all traditionally do holidays? Because you look alike. Because it's a lot. Because I come from a um, single parent household. Okay. So I was already splitting holidays between my mom and my daddy's okay. family. So then I got married, and I had mm. to figure out how to split it between his family, my daddy's family, and my mama's family. No, no, no. I think so, it's like, y'all get Thanksgiving, <laughs> y'all get Christmas, and we'll see y'all next right, year. I mean, we'll Random figure holidays. out if I'll be there President's Day, <laughs> we'll see you on Easter, St. Patrick's Day. Like, we're going to get the major ones. Like, major ones, man. We're going to put them up for the If I get hat. the day off. We might drive up. Drive by. That's that's literally that might goes. be a good idea to put them all in a hat. All the it holidays was. in that's a hat. And pull out. Yeah. Now, my mom's side of the family, family reunion is Thanksgiving time. We have a huge, my mom's side of the family is entirely way too big. Everybody in Ohio, California, Georgia, Hawaii. All I mean, over. All over the place. So, we chose Thanksgiving as family reunion time. So, Makes I know sense. for a fact, if I don't see all of my mom's side of the family at least one time a year, I'm going to see them at Thanksgiving. Mm, okay. So, I typically don't trip about that. I trip about seeing like my grandpa and stuff. So I do like pick random holidays mm-hmm. where I know I have Monday off or I may have that Friday yeah. off to just run down to Alabama to spend time with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Christmas is his family's major holiday. Like they do Christmas party, Christmas Eve, I mean New Year's Eve, the whole nine. Well, that's so good. then we'll go to his family. Um for yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And my daddy just kinda fit somewhere in between yeah. there, you know. Yeah. That works work. out. So I think, I mean, y'all's is just ideal. Yeah, it's like perfect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you do have to find out, like, which holiday is more important? When does mm-hmm. your family do more? Like, I think my family does more for Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving sometimes, right now, I'll spend it with friends or here. Like, it's not as important because it's one day versus Christmas. Most times you have multiple days off. It leads mm-hmm. into New Year's. So I think it's conversation you have to have. But I think what you have to recognize and talk to people about, it's kind of with birthdays, too. You need to talk yeah. to your partner and see what importance they placed on those things. Mm-hmm. Because you will encounter some people who don't care nothing about a birthday. And I read somewhere, that's childhood 
trauma people who don't give a fuck about their birthday. Yeah, that's weird. So, that's um, literally the day you were born. Like, yeah, it's like birthday, your holiday. Birthday. So I think you have to look at, like, <laughs> is it important? Because if not, yeah. So if not, your partner made it not acknowledge it, and then you upset, you know? And then you have to look at, is are the holidays a big deal to your partner? Is that a depressing time for them? That goes back to conversation. What, where, what is this rooted in? Mm-hmm. And realizing that, you want to be with somebody who wants to celebrate those things if they're important to you because right. you cannot, you can't force somebody to be happy about Christmas if that ain't their thing, yeah. you know. That's so, true. but that goes right to what I'm going to ask about therapy. What if you, I've met, I was with a partner once and told him my family was going to therapy and he was like, that shit ain't going to work. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, well, in future, right. yeah. you're not going to put that much. Yeah. Hey, you know your family? Like, yeah. You know he had going on. No, later down the road. Yeah, he basically was like, you know, I just had never heard of that. I ain't believe in it. So he just shot my shit down because he ain't heard of it. He was ignorant to it. Expand yeah. your boundaries, sir. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what do you do if you encounter that a partner that just doesn't believe in it, think it's dumb, don't want to go, need it? No. Definitely. Right, that's a tough one because that's going to affect their communication. Yeah. <sighs> yes. So if my communication, because everything they do. Well, I'm talking. I'm like, like, say what I gotta say. <laughs> but now I'm gonna and say that's that child little drama. That's yeah. why you act like that. I'm yeah. pointing it out every time you do something. Now, also to me shows your level of like compromise and kind of like maturity. understanding, empathy, maturity. All that goes into that. Like, why are you so gung ho for like no? Like, why yeah. are you yeah. okay with her? So against it. And you, you don't even know mind. why. You didn't even ask me additional questions. No <laughs> follow up. Like, Literally, like that <laughs> like, shit ain't gonna work. Like wow, record scratch. Okay. Who hurt you? Yeah. Look, who hurt you? Yes. Yeah, so, do you try to stick it out? The person's like not for it. No, I don't have time. At 31, I, I you don't, don't have time. Have time. And that's why it's important to address these topics mm-hmm. as early as you can. Yeah. I can't answer. I haven't, enc- I haven't encountered that. So I can't say. It might be a situation we so far in. And that's when I figured out. <laughs> but that's why we said we got to talk about this you early. Talk about that. But I mean, some things you can't just come out, like you said, like three months in. like. So. But there are gateway conversations. There are gateways. I agree. But like. I don't know. It, you can't just go up to the man and be like, so you going to make therapy with me? The first time I hung out with a guy, I did ask him, like, so have you ever... Thing. I said, yeah, because now therapy is more on the map. Yeah, first, first date, I asked him, like, so have you ever been to therapy? And he was like, yeah. And we had a conversation about it. That's cool. Because it was like, I go through this now that, of course, doing the podcast, I go through a lot of questions right. and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, and he was open to it. Like, you know, I go this often, da, 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 it's been helpful. He was receptive. And see, with to black me. men, there's a lot of conversation, like, mm-hmm. just in general, mm-hmm. surrounding black men mental being able to show emotions mm-hmm. and mental health and all of that. So, a gateway conversation could be, you know, have you been to therapy? But if not, is that something you would be open to? Yeah. yeah. I used to use commercial things. It could be I a bar commercial. I'd yes. be like, so would you pay child support or? I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, if it works, it works. If it works, it works. You just have to use anything. Yeah. It's based on the person that you're having a conversation with yeah. as well, though. So, mm-hmm. like, it's- it's just one of those situations. It's, it's gonna be based on the yeah, situation. It is, right. but you have to have your you have to have your eyes open though when you run into those people. Everything is just like a hard no. Yeah. Like nah, that shit dumb. You know, okay. someone that's that's just Where so against. Drop them keys. So I think you just have to be open to it. Now tell me this, and I think that goes back to something else I was looking at, which is with the childhood trauma. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. If you don't fix that, if you're not working through it, it affects so many other things. So tell me this: Do you all think that? And this may be, a, I don't know if this will be a conversation. It's kind of like a random question I'm thinking about. Curfews. Should your partner have a curfew? Mm. I'm grown as fuck. Yeah. I- 
Well, first of all, let's be respectful. Don't okay. come in my house no later than you would come in your mama's house. Okay. Okay, I'm a girl. Yeah, don't know my mama's <laughs> That don't mean nothing. My mama probably in the passenger seat. We're all together. I'm like, watch your HGTV. Lock the door. Like, visit my friends or like our class reunion. My mama would never put a curfew on me now. She no. would never be like, you need to be back in this house. I haven't had a curfew probably since like 10th grade. I've had a curfew since like 8th grade. Like, <laughs> seriously. But she's never had to say anything because I know not to come in the house. If I'm pissy drunk, I'm going to tiptoe. I'm not going to make no noise. <laughs> and I'm in the house by like 3 a.m. Just so I'm not like... Look, I make her all the time. Trying to get some water. Not make yeah. sure I got the key. Or, right, or I, 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 yeah, now if I know right. it's about to be a real crazy late night, I'm gonna make sure I have the key in hand. I'll be like, don't necessarily. And these days, so many doors got the electronic pads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Get in. no, she put the bar. It's yeah, like wow. there's no opening. No, I had no key and everything. Dude, trying to I went out because he didn't have the key, and then my auntie wasn't mm-hmm. answering the phone, and it's I'm just like, all "Well, you camping out." So for your <laughs> partner, I don't think it out. comes down to say a curfew, but I think mm-hmm. it's about being respectful. Yeah, like, my thing is like, ultimately, it depends. What if it's if you out for your boy bachelorette and bachelor bachelor party? No, I'm, I'm not. not. I get it. Really? Or tomorrow? Yeah, it's gonna be fucked up. But if it's just like a regular night, y'all went out. Like don't why are you coming in when the sun come yeah, up? Yeah, now that's that's different because it ain't that I'm many going. clubs. Yeah, uh, here that's bopping for yeah. us. Yeah, that's bopping. And, and, thing, and I know when I <laughs> when I used to be in these streets, if I came in when the sun came up, I've been a lot of places. Bad, right? Right? Yeah, you know, we can't talk about. It shouldn't be well. Like you come in, I wake up like. The sun at what time is it? It should be like I ain't even really paying attention to the clock. Like it's a natural thing yeah, where mm-hmm. it was time for me to roll over anyway mm-hmm. or something, you know. So I think it's you just have to respect the home. And I think when you run a second, you know, you have some people I've heard some married people say like three o'clock is they max if they'll stay out, you know. Men or women, I've mm-hmm. seen that. But so really think, after three, unless you're at Waffle you House. Doing? But what are you doing? Yeah, at three is like if I am out past three, I'm at Waffle House and I got there late. Like I'm definitely <laughs> what are we doing? like. So Tori made a good point because she, you mentioned something about like staying the night. How do y'all feel yeah. about like nah, getting you that ain't... call? Like oh, you, I don't like I'm that so shit. Drunk. No, I dealt with somebody who always Dropped wanted to stay at a relative's house, which I knew the relative. I was cool with her, but it was always like I was just at so and so house. I wouldn't give a fuck if you was at Jesus' right. house. Like yeah, it depends. Like it would have to be like an extreme situation to where. First of all, I know exactly who you with. Like, by no, I'm not talking about by name. I, like, know this nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. me and him know each other. I also know his girlfriend, so I'm calling her, too. Right. Yeah. Or his wife. I'm calling her, too. But, and like, I might get up and come over there and come and get I you. I really right. might come up and get right. you myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be like an extreme situation, like you said, a bachelor, a bachelor party. Where yeah. I know you getting told up. I'd much rather you get some sleep than to bring your drunk ass home and potentially hit something, hit my house. Right? Yeah, whatever. I mean, bachelor party. But so other stupid. than that, on the other stuff you drunk, we got too much Lyft, Uber, whatever, yeah, for bad. you to get home yeah. and leave your car. We can get it, or even call me if I was home yeah, that night. I'm yeah, really, I'm on the way. It's not too many times now. I still we have we have a good balance between like you have your girl time, you have your time with your boys or whatever. 
But it's not many times we go out of town or go out without each without other. Without each other, right. Yeah. And I think if you are in a healthy relationship, a lot of times you are going to be out together. together. Yeah. yeah. Not Unless it's somebody's birthday. Birthday, it's something special. Yeah, it's it is like really, a boy's night or a yeah. guy's night. So be mindful friends, of that. your friends and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. we have the same friends. We, we but I think together. that comes down to also part of that is trusting. Because I know mm-hmm. in the past when I've dealt with guys that I didn't trust them staying somewhere, it's because I ain't trust them. So mm-hmm. I ain't believe right. all the time that she was where you said mm-hmm. you were going to be. Right. So now I got to do a drive-by, you know. No, no, who wants to be doing that? This that ain't, yeah, I'm time. not gonna be doing all that in this day and age. <laughs> so, one of the last things I want, I think, we should talk about is, um, you can't really discuss this with your partner, but I think it's important for you all to be aware of it. How you fight, mm-hmm. meaning like how I'm you go for the jugular. <laughs> Baby, you piss me off. I'm taking it all the way there. Talk I'm about kidding. your mama, your Ooh, kids. Look. Your mama ain't been clean that long. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Baby. <laughs> We are now introducing a new segment to the podcast. This is called Living Single. We want you guys to send in any of your relationship questions, if you need advice, or if you just want to give feedback on the show on a topic that we've discussed. Feel free to DM them on Instagram to Shannon Montana, or you can inbox me on Facebook, Living Single, and we'll definitely be touching on these topics on each episode going forward. So we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And we want to kick off this second segment with just a few more things and talk about fighting fair arguments. Do you think that you should come up with like a philosophy on how you handle fights? Because if you all look at like the bread table talk, Will and Jada talked about how they eventually, um, they got into an argument. I think Jada cursed him out. He slapped him side of the head with a newspaper and was like, don't you ever talk to me like that again. (laughs) I would have been so shook that he used a newspaper. He said a newspaper (laughs) slapped on top of the head with a newspaper. We would have just been busting out laughing. Argument is over. But he told her that like we aren't going to curse at each other, that you know, if they get so upset that they 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 walk away to a point where it's like, if I cannot be respectfully who I need to be to you, I don't need to talk to you right now. And I know a lot of times we as women sometimes like, uh, uh-uh, we gonna talk about this right now. I'm not that shit. Yeah. That's me. That isn't me. That's yeah, not me. I've if been you the... got be heated, what we're not gonna do is waste my energy. So yes, we're gonna talk about this. Right I'm gonna go right walk now. it off. Yeah. No, like literally, you gonna have to let me calm down because I know how my mouth is. Yeah. yeah. And when I get mad, I'm gonna hurt yeah. your feelings. You gonna be jumping off the balcony, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. I don't apologize for hurting your feelings if they were hurt, but I meant what I said. You shouldn't have pushed me to that. That's what I'm saying. I don't like confrontation, so. I will more than likely walk away. Now, I'm for, like, a healthy debate, mm-hmm. a back and forth. Mm-hmm. But if voices start getting elevated, well, I'm going to just head out. Yeah. Because now that's going to affect my peace. Yeah. And I don't have time for it. And I, I think that makes a lot of sense because that's the philosophy. That's where I am now. Like, I think we can have a, a strong conversation about things. It's not a need for me to yell. It's not a need for you to yell. I, I, uh, you know, the pitch may kind of go up and down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I try not to... Try not to curse. Can't promise the curse word. <laughs> but I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm trying not to call you out your name. But I might be like, you know, this is some bullshit. I may use curse words in context. That's some fuck like, I'm yeah, cussing. That's my go-to. I'm cussing too. I'm not calling you a fuck boy. Okay. I'm just saying that's fuck boy behavior. Yeah, look. So, like, that's but that's mean. a trigger. It's still a trigger. Yeah. Then his head starts spinning around. And you're not going to hit me with no newspaper. That's what we're not... At that point... I would probably laugh. I'm fighting you. I will say that. I'm swearing Okay, so now we get to that point. Yeah, so I'm going to try to avoid all of that. Yeah. Wow, you just hit me with a new step. Squaring up. So what are y'all rules, Tori? Yeah, I say, what's the rules? Um, no cussing. 
no high pitches, no high pitches, no um hand movements, cause you know oh, niggas get like I was about to Billy Rock shit. <laughs> I just use no my hands hand in general. But that was a conversation of what triggers you and what like what triggers you so I know that we can have a, a productive conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even if we're upset, we can still understand where each other comes from because we can hear each other. Right. Mm-hmm. But once we cross those boundaries of what triggers you, because my thing is getting loud. Like even my mom know, like since I was a young child, yelling at me never solved a problem because I'm shutting down. Like I don't even hear what you're saying. Yeah. At this point, I'm just sitting here so I can let you finish. Yeah. Are you done? And then walk out my room. But that's yeah. people more. Because yeah. it's like, now to say all of this, and I got nothing to say. Because I'm voicing, you just sitting there, and all I got to say is, okay, because I really haven't even heard nothing you said. Yeah, because you're screaming. Yeah. Mine's quick movements. Don't do this. Yeah. Because I'm coming right back at you. Like, don't move swiftly. You better talk down, talk to me, but that quick movement. Yeah, got to be mindful of it. Look, just know I'm ready. Mine is facial expressions. Like, don't roll your eyes, don't look off, don't make it. Don't make a face like I'm getting on your nerves. Right. Like that. But now offended. Yeah. Like, oh, so I'm because annoying. Because if you gotta make a face, just get up and walk out. Yeah. Because there's like, oh, so you don't want to hear like, oh, you, you bother. Like, you, wow, you are, really? Okay. 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 Say less. And then I'm just gonna hit my power button and power down, and then it's we never gonna resolve nothing. Cause that's my thing. I shut down. I was on somebody the other day. I, I dealing with conflict is not really my thing yeah, in regards I would to that. Down. I would I just say shut what I have down. To say and- Whatever you have to say at that point is no. And I'm putting my little pocket right there. Right. <laughs> so I know where it's at. So I can come back to it 28 days later. We yeah. can talk about it later. That's yeah, Mel. Like he likes down. to like go sit, settle down, get his thoughts together. All my thoughts are already here. Let's go ahead. <laughs> but so we have a whole discussion. Like, I don't like the prolonged argument. Oh, yeah, we're not no, doing that. Because no. once we settle, we settle. Mm-hmm. If yeah. we don't settle, well, we just can't talk about it again. Yeah. Another yeah. rule of ours is no silent treatment. We don't do okay. that. Oh, no, that's good. No. We do not. Because that's no. my... He can go days without talking to like anybody. His mom or me. Like, yeah. anybody. If he mad, he is mad. I can't do that because what we're not about to do is live in the same household and not talk right. to each other. Yeah. Whether it's five minutes, other. 10 minutes, 15 days, I don't care how long it is. I don't like that. My sisters know because at that point, if you're not talking to me, I feel like you're ignoring me. And if yeah. I feel like I'm not being seen, then there's a problem. Yep. Agreed. And now Agreed. I gotta be dramatic for no reason. Yeah. And a silent treatment, that definitely doesn't resolve <laughs> now that anything. I walk through the house stomping, <laughs> close and clapping. Yeah. Because I know you hear me. I know you see yes, me. Yes. I think that's a good rule to have. What's the rule that you guys would have in your relationship? For arguments, mine would be. I think the things you said, Tori. No raising, no, no yelling, no silent treatment. Try not to curse. Mm-hmm. And mine is is just a discussion. Let's talk about it and be done with. I'm not gonna revisit yeah, right. this ten Leave times. Like let's finish it tonight. And I don't want to go to bed mad. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is let me get my words out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I go to say how I feel about something, don't jump in. Let yeah. me get it out first. Yeah. And then we can talk about it. Yeah. Like don't cut me off. I'm going to say my piece. You say your piece will be done with it. But yeah. if you keep cutting me off and I'm having to prove myself yeah. or prove my feelings, now, I mean, now we're boxing. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that point, Metro, too. Right. Metro is going to be called. Yeah. Because I'm going to get so frustrated that I'm going, no, I'm going to swing. Like, yeah. that's my go-to. If you won't let me talk, that means you want all of this aggression. You want to fight. You want to fight. Let's, like, there's no other conversation. No. Let's light it up. You won't let me talk. Said, let's let's go. Up. Toe to toe, just understand. Set it off I, in this mother. Just know I ain't empty-handed, so you better. Period. <laughs> I don't know what you learned, Bob, and we ain't gonna work the... in this situation, baby. You better have run in a zigzag motion. You better have that whole run. You better run in a zigzag motion. Right through her yard. You better run in a zigzag motion. 
Just don't let me make it to my purse. Reese, what what would be your rule? If you had to pick one. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I think, um, again, I agree with everything that Tori said. Yeah. Um, but just that one discussion. Once we talk about it, we hash it out. That's mm-hmm. it. Don't come back two mm-hmm. months later talking about it. Then remember last time. We don't have Not time clear. to talk about. We don't have time to talk about last time. Last time is just that. But also, if I need a moment to walk away, don't follow me. Mm-hmm. Just let me have Ooh, your mom. That's my specialty. Mm-hmm. Following the motherfucker. <laughs> follow, follow the leader. Yeah. <laughs> Where you going? Where you going? Do not follow me. That is me. You better make that clear before you walk off. Where you going? Where you going? I'll get my car keys, walk out the front door, and peel off. And I'll write you back. I'll write you behind you in the McDonald's food line. Like, what's up? We getting a medium crowd? Right. Well, who do not? Yeah. Do not. That's one of my rules. I just like, do not walk off while I'm talking. That is me. But it wouldn't be like a, you know, I would communicate that I just need a Okay, that's good. But I thought you were saying me, like blindly, you was gonna yeah, get no, up no. and go. Oh, no, I mean, if, if, if the nigga start yelling and like Kai said, like I can't get a word in, then I'm walking off. Yeah. Now you follow me in, I'll probably be ready to fight. Yeah. But I try to avoid that. Yeah. So if I say, you know, give me a second. Yeah. Don't follow me. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> I've right. had some Make sure you told them. <laughs> give me a minute. Let me process this. Yeah. I'll come back. Well, yeah, we revisit. <laughs> now we are gonna talk about it now. See, that's yeah, when we trailer. go. Now you finna get your feelings yeah. hurt. Okay. I tried to, no, I tried to save you, Playboy. No, I'm trying to avoid that because I don't want to. I don't want to be abusive. No. Now you want to talk about right. So I think you have to be mindful of those things, but it's important that you come up with how you are going to fight because conflict is inevitable to some extent Absolutely. but it doesn't have to be a big deal i think the older you get and the more mature you get i'm finding that it's mm-hmm. everything is not a big deal but mm-hmm. I, for me i feel like if i'm if something is bothering me or something has happened i have to speak up about it mm-hmm. because in the past i've kind of muted myself mm-hmm. and um I'm to a space now where it's like, no, if I feel some kind of way, even if I'm hesitant, I'm going to say this is how I feel. And you may think it's petty or small, but I need to share that mm-hmm. I feel this way in order yeah. for us to move forward about it. So mm-hmm. I think that's important. Now, last thing on the list is something that Kai mentioned and looking up from the um the circuit court. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. You need to find out if your man or woman got a criminal mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. And this is for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Can they go out of the country with it? You know, are they still on paper? That's all right. Are they che- is their check being garnished because of mm. child support? Mm. You know, what was... Can ha- you not go 100 feet within the school? Yeah, look. <laughs> now that right now, that's an important one. Yeah. So what, have you come across any incriminating evidence in your search? Tell us about some Absolutely. if you can. So, y'all know I'm all... Those of my fans out there that know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all for this, like online dating type deal just meeting someone new not necessarily having to be in the same state right Mm -hmm. so this is a dude i met in another state and we was having conversations and he was going through saying you know yeah i got this charge but it's from we was actually talking about goals and he was talking about a business that he wanted to get started Mm -hmm. and And he was like but i gotta wait because i got this charge from a couple years ago i'm still working on Okay. okay, cool. So I'm like, cool, you upfront about it. Right. Baby, I ain't gonna tell you what county I looked in. <laughs> but pulled up that circle, he got mob action, Ooh. domestic, Ooh. like 
all the, none of those came up. Nah, that was never, not a part of the conversation. Like, oh, okay. Oh, but uh, your most recent charge was, uh, you did a whole year mm. in jail. Your most recent charge was seven months ago. Mm. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> um, what you about to do? Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to call you back. Bye. Never. Mm. That's it. Because for me, admitting the information is equal to lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my first questions I ask, do you know the difference between truth and a lie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because just because you didn't tell me about it, it's right. still a lie. Right. Especially if we having this whole conversation. Right. right. Don't give me part of the truth. Yeah. Right. Don't put it all out there and yeah. let me deal with it. Let me figure out if I want to continue. Right. If I find out on my own, automatically you're a liar. Yeah. Right. So in my eyes, he was a liar. Yeah. That was, lie- that was and it. Omission is lying. Ain't that it? Yeah. That so I think it's important for those reasons. You have to be aware. It's not about just always being nosy or finding mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. it may be something legitimate like you may find it's something that somebody you know they had got into a scuffle 20 years ago and mm-hmm. we could talk about it and that's that and it's not an issue but if it's something that's more recent or it may be like you said can you not go within 200 feet of a school mm-hmm. have you recently put your hands on somebody mm-hmm. you have a domestic charge do you got a gun charge a robbery charge mm-hmm. what's the deal murder yeah so, murder. I, I mean, char- they're like the charge is pending are you what? a snitch yeah like right. somebody may be coming after somebody me somebody trying to get me I don't know what's no, really good I don't so, need anything I think you have to be aware of all of those things. So listeners, these are all topics that we've just kind of touched the surface of. And I think they're very important things that you guys have to start thinking about because I'm sure just like when we were talking about it, it was things that I really hadn't thought about. And I'm like, I need to start asking these brothers these questions. So one thing I want to find out, do y'all think it's overkill to kind of discuss these things in depth? Like in the beginning, or does should they should they naturally come up, or is it like some things should be intentional, some things should be natural? I think whatever. Sometimes it's personal, like so. Whatever's priority to you, or whatever is some of your non-negotiables, go ahead and get those out the way, so you ain't wasting no time, right. no months, mm-hmm. no years, no weeks on somebody who is completely wrong for you. Now, other conversations can completely happen naturally, especially if y'all are having good conversation. Mm-hmm. Y'all are talking about life. Um, family, different things like that. Some stuff will come up naturally, but if it's a non-negotiable and you're pretty sure it's a non-negotiable, mm-hmm. then go ahead and get that out the way. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. agree. Perfect. And then naturally, I mean, conversations don't come, yeah. like you said, commercials. Yeah. Depending on how you <laughs> yeah, you just got to That's funny, the commercials. The commercials <laughs> are a, a big thing. Yeah. Lifetime. Yeah. Um, Addy. Right. First 48. When, right. when you go out on dates, like people watching. Yeah. yeah. You get good, good topics. Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. Or you get good, good character things because if you see like say somebody just say somebody special needs and they trip and your date laugh right you be like what's so funny oh, <laughs> no I'm not gonna say nothing I'm always that you found that funny what's so and funny? then I know that me and you this is I can't do this because you, you know right. so just be pay pay attention mm-hmm. yeah. so what would you all say we're gonna do the resolution in this segment and we're gonna do a roundtable discussion to quickly give your final thoughts or one thing you think that people should could do in order to stop allowing our procrastination or trying to ignore these things and hoping they go away, ruin our relationships down the road. So basically what do we have to do in order to address these things earlier than later? Because ultimately when we don't, a lot of times the relationship doesn't work out. I think Tori made a great point of having your non-negotiables be the immediate Mm -hmm. topics of discussion. Okay. Because again, you know, we're all 30-ish. Yeah. Um, we don't have time to waste time. Not at all. So if I know for sure that I don't want to date a guy that is 5'2 <laughs> and uh, bald, you know, 
if it's an online dating type thing, I may be like, you know, yeah. how tall are you? Yeah. What's what's your hair look like? Yeah. Something, you know, because we don't we don't have that time to waste. Yeah, we don't. So that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm a little bit. I'm with you, Reed, but at the same time, I got all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for all the shit. Like I literally like no for real. Like I do the whole online swiping shit because I'm bored. Yeah. Like. So a lot of times I'm not looking for something permanent. I'm yeah. looking for something a right conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you might be five two with a gut. What was for dinner today? <laughs> I'm gonna ask you questions that are relevant to you. Like <laughs> it's no big deal. But I think if you're getting to the point where you're really feeling this Seeking. person, you're mm-hmm. really trying mm-hmm. to make something of it. Yeah. Then you got to put it out there, and you have to be open to that person not being as comfortable as right. you right. Mm-hmm. with their response. That's yeah. the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Like I said, I told y'all earlier, I ask a question. I let them know, look, I'm going to ask whatever comes to mind. Yeah. It might not be worded correctly. I may have to explain because I'm blurting it out. Yeah. But if you don't feel comfortable answering it, say you that. Don't have be to. honest. Yep. I'm going to respect the fact that you said that before you give me some bullshit right. answer. Yeah, like, yeah. So you just have to be open to that person not being as open as you. Yeah, and you and have just to be take it for what it is. And I think sometimes you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because Absolutely. just like we're talking about these things, we're kind of putting it on our radar and the listeners' radar. But some people just haven't thought about it. So mm-hmm, when you right. come and you may ask them about, you know, so how, what do you think about <clears throat> if we have conflict? You know how we should handle it. They may well they know they hadn't thought about it, right. but it gives them a chance to think about it. Mm-hmm. Let it marinate and come back to it at a later mm-hmm. time. Absolutely. So I think everything that you guys said is important. And I think that we just have to allow, one, as we talked about earlier, the little teensy feeling of, you know, this is something new. This is something he's fun. So fun. Yeah, he's so fun. I think it's cool for that to be there. But once you get past that, you have to be able to look a little bit beyond the surface mm-hmm. if you want something beyond the surface. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to these conversations, if you are not getting the answers that you would like, don't try to make the answers something that they're right, not. Right. You know, you go through 10 things and you only got two out of 10 <laughs> that you like and you're like, oh, he's still the one. No, no he's no, not, no. sis. Like, be okay walking away. Yeah, be sis. okay walking no, away. Scroll back to one of the other episodes. Yeah, an F minus. Yeah, yeah, so don't, don't, yeah, don't try to say, don't try to force a, a square into a circle or a circle into a square. Don't try to force it. If it doesn't work. So we're going to leave you guys with that. And we want to give our guests a round of applause for this amazing episode. And we will be right back with the Montana Minute. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, slow things down. In this day and age, we tend to take things extremely too fast and make relationship decisions when we are in the beginning stages of getting to know someone. So we need to start taking more time to get to know our potential partners before we just jump out the window with them. The next thing, make your own list of things that you need to discuss with your potential partner on your own so that you can get the info you need on this person. Dating is for collecting data. So please collect your data so you can make a sound decision from there. And the last thing, be sure that if you have collected the data, if it's not what you desire, don't stick around if it's not the situation that you want to be in because you cannot make a grown person do anything and you cannot change a person. So now, I leave you all with the question, to be single or not to be, signing off, yours truly, Shanna Montana.